This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Science. Science? Science. Now, Science with Simi. Eureka! All right, this is Mike Smith in for Simi. A new study finds that loss of sleep prematurely ages immune cells in your brain, and that can cause all sorts of cognitive problems, including dementia as you get older. Simi Sarah Show contributor Claire Allen has more. hours of sleep do you get each night? According to medical professionals, adults 26 to 64 years old need 7 to 9 hours of sleep each night, while adults 65 and older need 7 to 8 hours of sleep each night. If you're hearing these numbers and realizing that you're not meeting those marks, you may want to listen to this. According to new research from the University of Toronto, people who wake up repeatedly instead of sleeping soundly are more likely to develop Alzheimer's. Dr. Andrew Lim is an associate professor of neurology at the University of Toronto and a neurologist at Sunnybrook Hospital. What we showed in this particular study is that adults who sleep poorly, in particular adults who wake up very frequently at night, have evidence of dysfunction of the immune cells of the brain, so-called microglia. Uh, the importance of this is that the microglia, when they're behaving normally, play an important role in fighting infection in the brain. Uh, but when they behave abnormally and when they become abnormally activated, they appear to play an important role in increasing the likelihood of dementia. Uh, and indeed, that's basically what we found, which is that these individuals who slept poorly had abnormally activated microglia, so, which were um, also appeared to be aged or, or older in the way that they appear from a gene expression perspective. Uh, and then this in turn was associated with poor cognitive performance. So these same adults who slept poorly had the activated microglia. And then when we tested their cognitive performance, their memory, their concentration, their ability to solve uh, uh, cognitive problems, they performed more poorly. Dr. Lim's research found that because bad sleep speeds up the aging of brain cells, this could lead to cognitive problems associated with thinking and memory. When you disrupt sleep, the two things seem to happen to the cells. Uh, one, they seem to age prematurely. Uh, so when you, you, when you take a look at the cells from a gene expression perspective and take a look at the genes that they're expressing, uh, there are certain genes that are characteristic of old microglia and certain genes that are characteristic of young, healthy microglia. Uh, so when you sleep poorly, uh, the microglia express uh, genes that are more of the sort that you would expect uh, in older, unhealthy microglia than in young, healthy microglia. The microglia also, when you look at them under the microscope, appear to be abnormally activated. So they look to be the sort of microglia you would expect in the context of an infection, for instance, rather than the resting uh, microglia you would expect in the healthy state. As for how Dr. Lim and his colleagues studied this issue, well, it's pretty cool. So what we did is we took several hundred older uh, adults uh, and we measured their sleep using these like Fitbit-like accelerometers, these wristwatch devices that are very much like Fitbits. Um, so we did this every year. And then every year, we also had uh, these participants uh, complete a series of cognitive tests. So like tests of memory, for instance, one test uh, would be is uh, we would have them uh, remember, for instance, like a telephone number, like a 10-digit number, and be able to recite it back to us. We would test the memory, memory for words, uh, ability to solve uh, puzzles, and we do this annually. Uh, and then when these participants died, uh, they donated their brains. 
uh, and we were able to take a look under the microscope at the microglia directly, uh, and then we were also able to take a look at microglial gene expression. According to statistics, 30 to 40 percent of older adults have reported insomnia or some other sort of sleep problem. So this research is quite significant. It's important for two reasons. I mean, one, and we all know uh, that Alzheimer's disease and other causes of dementia are becoming an, an increasing problem. Uh, so as we live longer, we're more and more likely to develop this, uh, so much so that, that uh, I think Alzheimer's disease is already uh, one of the leading causes of death, for instance, in North America. Uh, and we really need to figure out ways to prevent that. Uh, it turns out that sleep problems are also extremely common. Uh, so sleep disorders like sleep apnea affect up to a quarter to a third uh, of older adults. Uh, insomnia also affects almost a third of older adults. Um, so as these sleep problems are very, very common uh, as well. And, uh, and, and it may turn out, as some of our research is showing, that, these sleep, you know, that, that problem number one, the sleep problem, may be contributing, in fact, to problem number two, uh, the, the, uh, the increased incidence of Alzheimer's uh, disease. I mean, what this means, I think, from a clinical perspective uh, and from a personal perspective is it's very easy as we get older uh, to just accept poor sleep as being a part of aging uh, and, and sort of not really pursue it. So you say, you know, look, I, you know, I wake up multiple times a night now. I didn't used to, but that's just kind of the way things are. Uh, or, you know, I, I need to nap now in a way that perhaps you didn't used to before. Uh, and then people will accept that as being just a part of aging, uh, when, when in fact this may be a sign of, of, of something uh, that needs to be dealt with and that might in fact be contributing to an increased risk of uh, Alzheimer's disease. Dr. Lim says that his research did not look at if getting better sleep would help repair the damage done to the brain by a chronic lack of sleep. That's kind of the million-dollar question, uh, is whether improving sleep can in fact reverse some of these changes. Um, so what we really need to do is we need to do uh, a couple of things. We need studies in younger people, uh, of, of the microglia in younger people. It's tricky because it's very hard to assess the microglia in sort of living, healthy participants. There are ways to do so, uh, but, but it's not so uh, straightforward. But I think we need to do these studies in younger people uh, to try and understand whether the sleep fragmentation that you, know, you or I are experiencing right now is having the same effect as sleep fragmentation that we get when we're 70 or 80 uh, years old. Uh, and then we, we also really need to do uh, treatment studies. So, so studies of uh, treatments uh, of, for instance, sleep disorders like sleep apnea or treatment of insomnia uh, to, to see if, if uh, fixing sleep can, in fact, have a positive impact on these, uh, on these measures of brain health. So if you're having issues sleeping, this should serve as a wake-up call for you. So, I mean, if you go to bed at night and wake up, you know, seven or eight hours later and have no difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep and you have all the energy you want during the day, then you probably don't need to see your doctor about your sleep. Your sleep is probably fine. But if you do have problems uh, falling asleep uh, or staying asleep, if you do find uh, that your energy levels have, have changed compared to the way they were before, I think these are good reasons to speak to your family doctor to ask whether there's something that, there that needs to be fixed. For AM 980 CKNW, I'm Claire Allen.